Um, we spent a good 40 minutes on that one. Listen, man, it's going to be... All I know is New York is going to be on fire. Okay, when you talk about the Knicks, okay, and the Jets getting Aaron Rodgers, New York media is going to hit different. Okay, yeah, and that's a good thing different. I could say. But um, let's talk about this next topic here. Because Trey Lance, right? We talk about quarterback moves. There's another quarterback potentially on the move, and his name is Trey Lance. Which team should mostly be interested in trading for Trey Lance? And um, Dujanay, if you want to start us off, by all means. Well, I was looking at the Texans, uh, Tampa Bay. You got the Texans got uh, 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 Davis Mills and, and, and uh, uh, Case Keenum. You got uh, Tampa Bay. They got Baker, the touchdown or not touchdown maker. Uh, and uh, Kyle Trask, I don't believe in Kyle. I thought that was a bad pick anyway. And you got the Rams who only have one quarterback, and his name is Matthews. They have no backups. There's no no other quarterback on the list. You don't have to give up a whole lot to get to, to get Trey Lance, I don't believe, because he's coming off an injury. And what we've seen hasn't been that good. So you probably give up a fifth or sixth-round pick and get a guy that has potential, we think has potential. Um, and those three teams, especially the Texans, I you know, I don't think Davis Mills is a guy that you're gonna be winning playoffs games with. Uh, so you know, outside of that, no one else should be trading for Trey Lance. Everybody else pretty much either has a quarterback on their roster they spent a first round pick on or better, uh, you know, or more. And uh, hasn't had the time to even prove whether they're the quarterback or not, or they have their quarterback in place. Those are the only three teams that have an issue. And to add to uh, Matthew's problem, the elbow there, they definitely need to have a solid backup with what they have on the roster. You know, if you don't have a solid backup in this league, it's pretty much over for you. There's only like five good backups in this league right now. So, I don't see, and it's a young guy that, like I said, ceiling we think is high. So, you know, you could probably get him on the discount. Maybe you might have to give up a player, but those three teams right there are the ones that I think are in need of a quarterback. Zach, real quickly, I got one team. I mean, I got a couple, but I just, there's one that I think makes the most sense than others. And I'm going to just go all in with this one. I think the Minnesota Vikings. Um, should make this deal for Trey Lance. And you look at Kirk Cousins, this is more than likely going to be his last year, you know, on the team as his contract expires after this year. And I'm pretty sure the Vikings are going to be happy to move off of that contract. And you had basically a game manager, which I deem Kirk Cousins to be making top level quarterback money. And I mean, I think this makes sense. Like go after Trey Lance. You ain't going to have to spend a lot to get him. Um, at worst, can he be a game manager? Like, I think Trey Lance is a mystery guy. I don't know what to expect. And, you know, when Zach brought this topic to me at first, I was like, can I really talk about Trey Lance? And then I thought about everything. I'm, I'm just like, it's hard because there's not a lot of film. You know, there's not a lot of expectations. So I think for me, at worst, you send a mid-level pick to get a game manager when you had a game manager make a top dollar. Now you kind of reset the market. As far as the quarterback is concerned and the quarterback on his rookie deal, you could take advantage of that and uh, move on with him. But also, I think for me, I got a hot take. I think Kirk Cousins, at first I was saying to myself, he could sit behind Kirk Cousins 
for a year and then usher him in. But it could be a deal where Kirk Cousins is actually going to San Fran, who needs a quarterback this year. Because think about it. Kyle Shanahan has this fascination with Kirk Cousins for whatever reason. That's the guy. That's his guy. And they, you know, quarter, you know, quarterback, coach, they in um, Washington. So there's the connection there. So, you know, that's a guy who can operate his system. And basically, it works for both sides because if you think about it, Rob Purdy, you don't have to rush him in this year. He can actually have like a red shirt year in the NFL to get healthy. Kirk Cousins will be signed under contract for one more year. So you could probably do something. Listen, if you got to the NFC Championship game with your third string quarterback in Brock Purdy, if you got to a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo, Kirk Cousins is the same thing to me, to be honest with you. Um, I think Jimmy Garoppolo captured upside as far as the throws he can make. Um, Kirk Cousins could actually throw a little bit better than Jimmy Garoppolo. It's not by much. So he gives you that type of minor pinch upside there. Why not go all in? I think that trade on both parties makes sense. I'm going Vikings. Yeah, guys. So when I was uh, trying to answer this question, like there wasn't really one team in particular that like really stood out to me that like made me feel excited about, okay, I could definitely see Trey Lance going here, which made me think about like, Guys, the 49ers, like not that long ago, two years ago, they gave up. You know, Will was just talking about how crazy it was. The Jets, you know, they gave up possibly a first-round pick to go get Aaron Rodgers. The 49ers gave up not one, not two, but three first-round picks to trade up for this guy when they had Jimmy G, who took them to the quarter to the Super Bowl. And I don't care if Trey Lance is being traded or not. The fact that this report was leaked to Ian Rappaport, like, that is a major problem, and it should be a major panic if you're the San Francisco 49ers considering the amount you gave up to get this guy, and we haven't even seen them seen him that much, and you're already done with him? Like, if I were to predict right now, I think Sam Darnold is going to be the 49ers quarterback week one of next year. You see him sitting courtside with Christian McCaffrey at uh, the Warriors playoff game the other day, and I know those two guys were in Carolina together as teammates, but I think that's a big deal. I see Brock Purdy throwing out the first pitch at the San Francisco Giants game the other day, and he's getting a standing ovation. But meanwhile, the guy that you gave up three first-round picks for is on the trade block, and he's just nowhere to be seen. And I do think it's interesting. Like, I love Kyle Shanahan as a head coach. I don't think there is a better offensive mind in the league than him. But I will say, I think a clear weakness is a, a clear weakness of his is he doesn't really know like what kind of quarterback he wants or like what his prototypical quarterback is, considering all the success he had was with uh Kirk Cousins in Washington or with a guy like Matt Ryan in Atlanta or with Brock Purdy last year in San Francisco or with Jimmy G, guys that could just sit in the pocket and make plays that aren't really that athletic. But meanwhile, he's out here trading three first-round picks for a project quarterback with high upside, and then immediately, two years after, he's done with them. So I think the 49ers are in a very interesting spot considering they were one win away from the Super Bowl last year. They even have a little bit of an excuse to say, okay, at least our starting quarterback, our starting QB, he got knocked out of that NFC Championship game with an elbow injury. We probably weren't going to win anyway, but they have an excuse for it now. Like this team has to get over the hump eventually. They've been knocking at the door so many times, and it's wild that it's the offensive genius, it's the quarterback that that he's missing. And I don't think 
I think he's in a little bit of an identity crisis. Like he doesn't really know what his prototypical quarterback is. And instead of trying to figure out like where Trey Lance is going to go, that was really my main thought. Like, shouldn't we be talking about this more? The fact that just two years ago, the Niners basically mortgaged their whole future to get this guy. And now they're just done with him. That they'll take a third round pick for him. Like, wow, what a downfall. I want to respond to that because nothing that you said was wrong. I do think Kyle Shanahan is going through an identity crisis, something that high schools go through when they go to high school for the first time. Oh, I should wear the Jordans, right? Ah, that, that sneaker's played out, right? I should wear the jeans, right? The, the, the um, G-Star jeans, not the Levi's anymore. We all go through a crisis in our life, right, when trying to find who we are. And I think Kyle Shanahan, from a quarterback standpoint, I agree, he's trying to find what type of prototype that he wants to usher in. Is it the new era of the NFL, which is the mobile quarterbacks, or is it the traditional pocket passes? And I think that's something that's a very good point. But also, I am of the mindset of what's done is done. Ain't no going back. Because I've been on the record plenty of times, right? I already said my piece on this topic. When they made that move to trade up to get Trey Lance, I said that was horrible. And, Zach, I'm not sure where you stood. I'm not going to misquote you here. You can correct me if I'm wrong. But I think you actually was in favor of that move to get Trey Lance. So, you know, things how you see how things change, right, over time, a couple years, right? But I never was for that move at all because you had a guy who got you to a Super Bowl, and he wasn't even the biggest reason why you lost. He gave your defense a 10-point lead, okay? And then you could have got a good player. Michael Parsons, Jamal Chase, and all of those guys that came out of that draft, they could have got to add on to the roster, Kyle Pitts or whatever. But at the end of the day, what's done is done. They made the move. I'm not going to call it a mistake, but, yeah, I guess it was because now you got Brock Purdy in. What's done is done. What happened was Bob Purdy, he got his opportunity when Trey Lance got hurt and broke his ankle, and he looked good. He got them to an NFC Championship game. Of course, there's going to be controversy. You can't watch Brock Purdy lead this team to the NFC Championship game and be almost flawless and say there's no controversy. We can just roll right back to Trey Lance. It's the it's the cause. It's how the life works, bro. What's done is done. It happened. Brock Purdy, he led this team. And I guess you have to go back to Brock Purdy. You can't have those two guys on your roster. You got to trade somebody. And I know you traded a lot to get Trey Lance. But it's not about the money anymore. It's about who could I win with. And right now, they got a bigger taste of Brock Purdy than they did with Trey Lance. They only got a, a, a sample appetizer. So they got to trade Trey Lance. I think that move that I, I said with the Vikings makes sense because Brock Purdy is your future. He can't start this year. You could roll out Kirk Cousins for a year and try to see if you could compete. You could still compete with Kirk Cousins on your roster. And then, bye-bye, Kirk Cousins, hasta amigos. I'm rocking with um Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. We don't know if he's a bust or not. So potentially they could be getting away from a potential bust. But then again, he could have potential upside. So everything is going to come back full circle. And we got to see how that impacts the 49ers. Don't, don't this sound very familiar? It, you know, it sounds very familiar, doesn't it? Uh, we, we had a, a Shanahan group in Washington that chose two quarterbacks, Robert Griffin III and the great stat machine, Kirk Cousins. RG3 gets hurt. They bring in Kirk. 
a guy who they liked all along. He comes in and performs. And now we got a controversy. To me personally, I believe they sabotaged Robert's career. They knew he was injured after that hit he took from a Haloti Nada. Now, you can say that Robert uh, forced his way, whatever. They knew he was hurt, and they let him go out there and have what happened to him in that playoff game. Then we fast forward a year. Robert says he wants to come back. Well, they put Robert out there, and in the preseason, he's getting hammered, right? Then they bring Kirk Cousins in, and all of a sudden, we can roll the quarterback outside of the pocket to protect him in a preseason game. And just like that, Kirk Cousins was the starter. I see the same thing here. Again, they chose two guys, a guy, a mobile guy, not of the caliber of RG3, but similar. They have another guy that comes in, wins games. They got to go with him, but he's hurt. I like that, Leo. I like it. He's been fascinated with Kirk Cousins since they drafted him. He wanted Kirk to come out there before he ever got a Jimmy Garoppolo. The money just wasn't working out. He want he wanted he wants he wanted Kirk Cousins. And I definitely I never even thought about that. But I definitely could see that happening. Because I'm not a guy who did what he did for us who was a Mr. Irrelevant. I'm not going to rush him back out there a- unless you want to have Washington 2.0 happen. So I'm going to let him sit and get healthy. And I can get a guy who I know Minnesota wants to get rid of (laughs) and Kirk. And I know I can potentially win with him. I've coached him before. I know what he's all about. I know what he can and can't do. And when he, when I was with him, I maximized his talent. Makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, the guy ain't going to win, you know, playoff games, but you still be relevant. You'll still be in the playoffs. But he ain't going to win a playoff game. That's for sure. But I do I think, like that move. I think he can win a playoff game because he won before. Like, he's not a – don't get me wrong. He's not a guy that's going to go in prime time and win those quarterback battles. But depending on the matchup, you know, because the team that he beat in the playoffs, the Saints, they were a choke artist of a team. Yeah. Like, they started choking every single <laughs> year. So it kind of fell into his, his hands. So, of course, matchup. And the NFC is so wide open that they can definitely get a good, uh, not a good team, but a, a team that probably in another conference did not even make the playoffs, right? You saw how it opened up last year. So I think when you think of that, like where is Kirk Cousins in the NFC as a quarterback? Like he's up there because that, that's how it, bad it is. You know what I'm saying? So I think that move makes sense. Um, Zach, I, I have a question that I want to throw you away and do Janae after. Um, same question about Lamar Jackson because there is rumors them looking into Lamar Jackson. Is there any potential deal that you think makes sense on both sides where let's say Lamar Jackson doesn't sign the non-exclusive, which he has until July to do, they work out another deal where, cause I, I believe they could have more packages, like as far as a, a side deal, so they can get more than the two first rounders. So they can include Lance in that deal. Do you think a swap 
with Lance and Lamar Jackson makes sense on both sides. Yeah, so honestly, it makes a little more sense to me than the Vikings deal just because, like, with Trey Lance, if I'm another team trading for him, I don't think you could just automatically pencil him in as your starter if you're trying to win games. Like, it's a little concerning to me that – the 49ers literally just drafted this guy two years ago, and two years later, they're like, you could have him just for a third-round pick. Like, that's all we need. Like, if I'm the Vikings or any team trading for him, I have to go into that thing realizing, like, okay, we might be punting the season away. And I agree with Dujanay on Kirk Cousins. Like, yeah, his ceiling might not be the highest, but if the Vikings were to give him away, like, they are probably kissing their season goodbye, especially considering the NFC North. I know uh, Rodgers just left. Like, that should be a pretty competitive, wide-open division. And the Vikings, they won that division last year with basically the team that they have right now. So I think it makes more sense with Baltimore because if they do trade Lamar, like, that's a signal. Like, okay, we're in a rebuild mode. We're not really trying to win anything this year in a loaded AFC, and we'll see at least what we have with Trey Lance if he shows us He's good enough to beat Tyler Huntley in a preseason competition, and he earns the job. We'll see where we could go from there. And if you're the 49ers, like, yeah, you'll take Lamar Jackson. That would definitely make you the front runner and the favorite in the NFC. But this is where I kind of just look at Kyle Shanahan. Like, when it comes to him in the quarterback position, I have no idea if he would be willing to trade that for Lamar, especially, like, when he just, like, the, the Niners already made their big trade for a quarterback. Like, they gave up three first round picks to get Trey Lance two years ago. And now they're trying to get Lamar Jackson and, and they're, they're selling this guy off for a third round pick. A, if I'm any team that is acquiring Trey Lance, like that's a little bit of a red flag to me and B uh, the 49ers. I don't know how many draft picks they have left. Like, could they even make that work? I don't know. I think on paper, it is a really good fit. I would love to see Lamar with the, the, uh, that offense and that talent around him. That that team would be really good, but it might be a little bit unrealistic. Yeah, I think so. Um, it, it, that's, a, that's a lot that they're going to have to give up. And I think if they mortgage any more picks and it doesn't work out, uh, Kyle is, is going to be out of a job. So, uh, yeah, I'd love to see Lamar in that offense. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you're you're a team – Again, I, I I agree with Zach. If you're a team that is acquiring Trey Lance and they're just shipping him off for one a third round pick or or some low round pick, I mean, you kind of have to you kind of have to proceed with caution. I mean, you, you really don't know what you're getting. Uh, and like you said, Leo, this dude could be a bust. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know what he is. And, and, and you know, you're and again, Zach said it too. You would be mortgaging off your season if you're going to make a swap like that, not knowing what this guy brings after, and he's coming off of an injury. That That's risky. Very. I think the most lucrative part about Trey Lance at this point, knowing what we know or don't know about him, is his contract. And I think the only scenario I see where this trade actually makes sense is if the Ravens are like, listen, I'm just trying to go cheap with the quarterback here, right? Because Lamar Jackson, the Ravens are not going to give him the contract that he wants. First of all, it's unrealistic. So I think even if the 49ers trade for him, they may get him at a cheaper price than what he was asking for. Now you could say, Lil, then what sense did that make? He didn't end up getting the contract that he wanted. He could just stayed in Baltimore. Listen, you know how negotiations are. 
Sometimes things become spiteful. Oh, word, you want to give me what you want? I take less over here. Trade me, right? We know that can happen. So I think from the Ravens' perspective, you kind of get to go back to the quarterback on a rookie deal. You could extend it because they've been extending Lamar Jackson's rookie deal. They picked up the fifth-year option last year. Then they gave him the non-exclusive that he has yet to sign. Get him as cheap as uh, possible until they find a long-term deal. They could do that with Trey Lance. They still have a couple more years before he's due to get paid, and they could pick up his fifth-year option. So I think the flexibility as far as the cap and how they could build around him, you know, they added Odell. Maybe they add somebody else. That's the most lucrative part. But I don't think that trade is realistic. I like my Kirk Cousins trade the most. Please like and subscribe for all the up-to-date content. We're, we, we've been slinging shows left and right. Slinging content left and right. Please don't miss anything. If you do, like, subscribe, leave a comment, or leave a question. Something you may want to answer. Something you may have. It's, all ideas are great ideas. Nothing's a dumb question.